0: You are listening to episode 69. And I also would like to introduce today the Okiki Video Bootcamp. Yes, I will be launching a course, which I will have a wait list in the show notes, and I will be launching some group coaching as well. I know there has been a lot of requests lately of people wanting to learn how can they create content for their own brands. And so I'm looking forward to bringing you along in the journey with that. If that's something that you've wanted to gain skills and techniques on, this will be for you. You'll learn systems on how to create content effectively and efficiently, and have more time for yourself in the process while reaching your clients. Again, you can find the information for the Okiki video bootcamp in the show notes below. On today's episode, I get to interview the first Black Canadian winner of Big Brother Canada. Yay! His name is Deshaun Carter Newman, And this is part of the Black History Month special that we're doing for this month. Of course, I like to interview uh, people from diverse communities in general on this podcast if you've been listening. But I thought I could give a special focus on this month uh, for Black History Month. So Tashawn Carter's debut as a public figure stemmed when he was crowned the winner of Big Brother Canada Season 9. And as the first black winner of the series, he wants to use his platform to make a positive difference in the world. And his life work has been dedicated to community building, especially in urban planning, being a basketball coach and a youth program director uh, through being an ambassador for diversity and inclusion, mental health, education and active living. And he believes that he can play a part in the change that he'd like to see in the world today. So definitely, if you are a fan of Tashaun through Big Brother or through his YouTube channel, or you just want to learn more about how this show even works and be part of this Black History Month special, I invite you in today's episode. Welcome to the Okiki Podcast, where we make inspirational people known. Brought to you by your host, Fiona O'Brien. To the okiki podcast and today i'm really honored to have a special guest and he was the first black canadian to win big brother canada which is amazing his name is Tashawn carter and he does a lot of initiatives with youth and mental health and i wanted to use that platform to really elevate that passion so thank you so much for being willing to be on the show today
1: thank you for having me i'm so excited <laughs>
0: And please let us know, what is your educational and career background? Like, did you wake up one morning and go, you know what? I'm gonna go on this reality show and I'm gonna win it. And that's gonna be a big thing. Or like, what was your process to getting
1: there? My career educational background is quite different than anything I'm doing right now or even recently. I started off in, so I did an undergrad in economics with not really a clear goal of what I wanted to do. I think I was in economics because it was a course I really enjoyed in high school. And I really love math and human behavior. And like what combines math and human behavior, it's economics. Like how do we measure how people make decisions? So I really found that really interesting. And it was a way for me to play basketball too, because I'm really passionate about basketball. And that's primarily why I went to university. And then throughout that journey, about a third of the way through, or maybe two thirds of the way through university, I had a course on human geography where they talked about urban planning. And when I took this course on urban planning, it really brought back my childhood to seeing like the community that I grew up in and understanding that we didn't have access to a lot of the things that are necessary for us to reach our potential in life. And what I mean by that is we had a basketball court. They took that. The city came, took it away. They said it was too loud at night. Too many people were hanging out. But that was one of our ways of, it was an outlet for us. We could play sports. It was a positive place for us to be. And when you saw the the basketball court be removed and the community center closed down, you saw that a lot of my friends gravitated toward the wrong things. And when in university it really opened my eyes to that being poor urban planning. The city wasn't planned in a way where we could thrive, where we could succeed. We didn't have spaces where we could be ourselves and reach our potential. So that drew me toward urban planning. And then I ended up doing a master's in urban planning at McGill. And then I started working as an urban planner. Uh, I moved to Edmonton. I did that for a bit. And I eventually I was like, okay, I don't want to be out West anymore. I don't have any family here. I want to come back home. So I came back to Toronto. And while I was back in Toronto, that's when Big Brother kind of came to fruition. I was presented an opportunity where, you know, somebody told me about a show that I should really apply for. And I was like, I don't watch the show, I don't know anything about it. And once I did like brief research on it, I'm like, okay, this would be cool. This would be cool experience. And this, this is something I could see myself winning. But I don't think I went into it saying I am going to win. I more so went into it being like, this would be cool or this would be fun. And then while I was there, as time went on, winning became more and more realistic to me. And I started changing my perspective. And my perspective changed from this is just fun to be here to no, 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 I'm going to win this. That's what ended up happening.
0: Wow, I find that so interesting because you had a very academic path, actually, and it was very cool to hear that it was paired with a passion for your community. And so I'm just wondering, I'm sure most listeners listening to this probably do know Big Brother if they're excited about this episode. But in case there's a listener who doesn't have a clue what that show is, do you mind explaining how it works and why is it that it caught your attention? What was it about the show that made you want to be involved?
1: So what Big Brother is, essentially, in a nutshell, it's a social game, right? The best way to describe it is that. And that's why it caught my attention because that I'm a very social person. I'm good at reading people just based on like my upbringing and a lots of different people I've been around and lots of different jobs I've done. I've been able to just be in a lot of different circles and understand people. And I thought by understanding people, I'd be very successful at the show. And the idea of the show is that every week, somebody wins head of household. This head of household nominates two people to be evicted from the house. So your goal is, to get through the show with never being evicted. but at the end, a jury of your peers end up voting for the winner. So not only do you have to finesse everybody and be in a good standing with everyone to never be evicted, you also have to have these people like you enough to vote for you in the end. So it's a really it's an interesting roller coaster of emotions and a roller coaster of relationships where people have to trust you they also have to but not everyone's going to trust you because if you have trust of everyone you don't really have trust of anyone and it's really trying to navigate these different circumstances and navigate the ups and downs in the house and the emotions and i knew i would be able to do that because i'm very adaptable I, i've moved a lot around i travel a lot and i just figured like having these skills that i have would, would ultimately lead to my success on the show
0: very cool. And then you also had another motive of being on the show, and that was to promote what you were passionate about. So why did you think it took a show like Big Brother to convey some of those important messages to you as well?
1: I mean, before going on, I know my mom said to me, there's, there's a bigger message you have to send here than just winning or just being on the show. There's, there's, you have to stand for something bigger than yourself. And I think that was a really integral part of me being on the show. And I think it's the number one reality show in our country. So we had the viewership, and I think it was really important for me to to spread a message about diversity inclusion, about toxic masculinity, because the reality is black people on TV are not always portrayed in a positive light or put in a box, right? Sometimes we're seen as just strictly entertainers, rappers, thugs, athletes, and there's nothing wrong with those things, not to denounce any of those things, but we're more than that. And I think that's the message I want to send is that, no, I can speak on these things. I'm educated actually. And it sets an example for not only the younger generation, but for the rest of the country to see like, okay, like there's more to a black man than maybe we have perceived. And I think that was really important and powerful and necessary.
0: Very cool. So you really took the opportunity and the role very seriously. (laughs) 100%. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. And hearing the strategic part too, how do you feel like you've changed from that experience? Because I would think like going in and then being in that strategic bubble for so long and then finishing the show, like who were you before the show and who were you after the show?
1: <laughs> so it's so funny because like there are people that tell me I've changed and you're not the same and you're different now and it's true I am to a degree like I still think I am the same person my heart my soul is the same but I think my outlook on life has changed drastically since being on the show. I just think before going on the show, I was very career oriented and like I worked my nine to five. I did other things like a referee basketball, I bartended and I hustled, but I think I was just so focused on my career and not really focused on what I could do beyond just a career in an office doing Urban planning. I think the show really exposed me to like how powerful a platform can be. Like the power that I had as a character on the show And having as a platform post-show, I thought to myself, I think there's a little bit more that I can do than just working a nine to five in an office. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just think that I've done that. Let's see what else I can do. And let's see what message I can spread. And let's see if my story that I tell resonates with people and empowers people in an impactful way.
0: So I guess in light of that, what are your goals now, now that you see you have this platform, you have this following and you're like, okay, how do I use this? What have been some of the new opportunities that have come your way or some of the exciting things that have come as a result of this experience?
1: There's a few exciting things that have happened. Like I've got to work with a few different brands, which I thought was cool. Notably, one that I thought was really interesting was TELUS. Like I got to work with TELUS on mental health. And I thought that was really special because I started speaking on it and that was recognized through TELUS. And then I got to be part of a campaign, which I think was very important and very impactful. On top of that, I got to go to Bermuda on a trip to work with youth in Bermuda and talk about mental health, goal setting, and just have an experience like public speaking and really working with youth. Um, Other than that, it's been mostly like brand partnerships and speaking opportunities that have really excited me about doing what I'm doing. In terms of goals, I mean, my goal is to grow my brand and to understand what it is. Like I'm still in a phase of developing my own brand and seeing what works and seeing what doesn't. And from what I'm seeing is like, there's a real draw to a lot of my content on mental health. I love to talk about it and I love to be, I wanna be more creative in ways in which I spread that message and talk about it. And then I also wanna grow like just my own brand. Like I wanna do more speaking. I wanna do more modeling and acting, but it's really the speaking and spreading a message that really lay close to my heart for sure.
0: For sure. As you're talking about mental health, I do want to pop that question in. (laughs) I know it's an extra one, but I do think it's important and actually very valuable as a male talking about mental health. It's not super common to see, but it's super refreshing and definitely very important. And we know there's just so many challenges that men face in this space and more so because they don't talk about it. And we know they're at higher risk for some of the negative outcomes. So I guess what made you so drawn to this topic and being willing to openly discuss mental health when it's not always the case.
1: I think it just kind of happened naturally. Like I've really struggled with social media in terms of people being very inauthentic on it. And I thought that, I feel like my whole life I've always been different. And that was no different on social media. And I really wanted to be able to express myself in a way that was real and authentic. I think talking about my struggles was one of them. I think I, I had so many things bottled up that I just had to get them out. Especially post show, a lot of people were making different assumptions about my life. And I think a big misconception people have is that when you get money, or popularity, all your problems go away. And I think that was the start of me really expressing myself on this issue because I don't want to say I'm a celebrity, but like you've seen celebrities take their own lives in the past and people be like, why? How could they? I don't understand. They have everything. And I was perceived to have everything after coming off the show. And it was a similar perception. And I'm seeing that oh, you guys really think that money and fame solves all the problems in your life. And I think that's where I started speaking out and then that naturally progressed into people questioning, well, what do you have to be mad about? Like, actually, this is what I have to be mad about. And I think throughout my life, I've learned more and more about mental health as I saw people along the way, like people in my family struggling to talk about their emotions, my friends struggling to have real, authentic, honest conversations about how they feel. And seeing people take their own lives along the journey shows me that men have a really hard time Time expressing themselves and how they feel and what better thing that I could do than set an example and talk about how I feel about things to try to open that conversation.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I think you definitely have a very important voice in that space. And yeah, <laughs> I think post call I have a different conversation, but I volunteer with a nonprofit and we actually put on an event every year called The Story of Black People Mental Health. And it's really cool because we bring like psychiatrists and psychologists who identify as Black to present for the same reasons you just said, destigmatizing and really opening up that conversation. So it's so exciting to hear different people getting excited and involved in this process. And yeah, just congrats to you and the impact you're making now and the impact you will be making by having that voice. So I just had to put that out there for sure. So where do you see your yourself and your career in five years.
1: That's a really good question. You know what? I don't really have the answer to that because I'm at a, what I call a trial phase, right? So I'm trying so many different things. Sometimes I think it's a little overwhelming, but I'm trying a, a lot of different things all at once to see what I'm naturally drawn and gravitating towards. So it's like, I can tell you that, you know what? I'll really be in the content creation game and I'll have all these followers and really be big on mental health in the content creation space. Or I can tell you that I'm really doing the modeling thing or acting or speaking. I honestly don't know. I think I'm still at a point where I don't know what I'm drawn to most and I'm still trying to figure it out. So what I'll say is and what I always say when people ask me, where do you want to be in five, 10 years? I want I want to say like to have grown and developed personally more than than I have now. And I'm doing all the things to try to grow. And that's really it for me. It's all about growth. It's not necessarily about like my career per se.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's an interesting time too, because people in general, I think are really trying to question their careers and purpose. Like we're seeing that a lot with like the great resignation, for example. And so I think it's like a unique space to be in and it's definitely excited to see what comes from that and that searching. And I guess like the final question I have for you is what do you value the most about the platform that you have today?
1: What do I value the most? I think really it's the impact. I think that's really what it is. I really aspire to inspire and I really value the impact that I've had on people through my platform. And it's like, I get countless messages. And I mean, even if it was one message, it's just really someone saying to me, like, you know what? I was really struggling and thank you for what you posted today. It really helped me. It's really that to me people really being grateful and interacting with me and sharing their different stories with me about what they're going through and me learning about them really shows the impact of my platform. And I really think that's what's really important to me is that, you know, I have a chance to inspire people and learn from people at the same time. But it's really about the impact. Like, I think that one of my mantras is leaving the world a better place than it was when you came into it. And I really think by having a platform and using it for good, I think I really can, can affect that change.
0: Yeah, thanks so much for sharing so much of your journey, the value and just how much of a roller coaster it was and then where you're ending up now and just clarifying that process. And of course, mental health. I wanted to give our audience the opportunity to connect with you. Is there anything that you have coming up that you would like our audience to know
1: about? I mean, I'm trying to grow my YouTube channel. So if you want to subscribe to me on YouTube, it's to Sean Carter Newman or to Sean's World. And yeah, just follow me on Instagram. I think a lot of stuff coming up, you will see if you follow me on my platforms. And really, that's all I got. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing with us today. And yeah, we'll definitely have that in the show notes. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you.